and it's a hard job. And if he's working for minimum wage of 15 bucks an hour, yeah, I'll give a little bit of grace. But he's working for the NFL minimum, which is what, a million a year? Sorry, Bob. Sorry, Bob. It was, you know, and, unfortunate. Yeah, we're good. Okay. Hey, welcome back to the unrestricted folks, Bob and Wally and Vex. What's going on, guys? Happy Super Bowl Monday hangover day. I'm not hungover. I'm not either, but I should be because I, I drank get, enough. I can't get hungover anymore. What's wrong with that? What do you mean? I just can't. I You're can't. impervious to hangovers. Yes, I can't. I can't drink. I can't drink like that anymore. After my heart attack in March, I either have two beers, uh, and I never exceed three. Well, then don't go to the Waste Management Phoenix Open. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> you know what I? Uh, and I'll, I'll throw this in real quick. Now that you, now that I mentioned it, Sam Adams makes a lazy haze. I think it's called lazy haze, non-alcoholic beer. It's an IPA. It's freaking delicious. There are a lot of good non-alcoholic be- uh, beers out there. Oh now. my god! Yeah. And that you could just put one of those in between the first uh, two beers, and you are good to go. <laughs> so, so the one question I had on the waste mm-hmm. management was they had their frost delay. Were they serving patrons waiting to come into the grounds? I believe they were. <laughs> I'd have to check in on that. I want to go to that joint. I, I I promised myself I was going to go this year, so next year I got to. Next year I got to go. Okay, it's biggest party in golf, and yeah. apparently it got too big. They had to cut people off. They ran out of alcohol. Did it, they? Yes, it was not a good situation. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. 25-22, Chiefs win in overtime. Fuck! Um, it, yeah, sorry, Bob. I know you're a Niners fan. How do you feel today? Um, Wonderful. Is, or is fuck just enough you to know, explain it? It was a... Damn, that was a good game. Okay, you go with that. Second half was good. You go with that, because I didn't think it was a great game at all. I... Second half was thrilling. I th- I mean I thought it was a good game of football. Was was it a good game of offense? No. Was it a good game of football? I thought it was a good game of football. I thought, for me personally, I wish Shanahan would have called more runs at the beginning of the third quarter. I thought he came out flat into the third quarter. I thought we had an advantage. We dominated the first half. Mm-hmm. Uh, if any other quarterback is at the helm and under center for Kansas City, Kansas City loses that game. But I mean, that's not the case. It was <laughs> no. Nope. You have you have Tom Brady two point It was that's it was, what you have. It was all Patrick Mahomes. And my God, after all of our history and muffing fucking punt returns, you'd think we can't figure that shit out. To me, the game was won and lost on two factors, two deciding factors. One is one team had Patrick Mahomes, and the other one did not. And the second one is special teams. You missed a PAT. You had a turnover on a punt return. Yeah. Those were game-changing special teams plays that, that uh, frankly, influenced the outcome more than anything else. I, hey, if they kick the extra point there, that changes a lot of things see, in there. And who see, knows what happens? See, I, I hear that narrative, and I don't agree with it. Because if, if they make it four, it changes Kansas City's play calling going forward. Certainly. Of course and, it does. And, and, and who knows how it changes differently. My biggest problem was... Don't touch the ball on a punt return. I know. This has happened to us before, and you let it happen to us again. That turned the game because it gave the Chiefs an easy touchdown. It did, but God, you got to feel for the guy. I mean, it hits the back of his ankle. He's no, one of the I guys. I don't feel for the guy. He's one of the guys guarding the gunner downfield. I mean, 
how are you going to keep your eye on on blocking for the return and the ball in the air? I mean, that's just a, it's a hard job, and it you see it during the NFL season. It's just kind of an unlucky set of yeah. set of circumstances. Can't allow and, it to happen. Yeah, and and it's a hard job. And if he's working for minimum wage of fifteen bucks an hour, yeah, I'll give a little <laughs> bit of grace. But he's working for the NFL minimum, which is what a million a year. Sorry, Bob. Sorry, Bob. It was you know and, unfortunate and. And, and I also don't agree with the narrative on Shanahan making the wrong call in overtime. When that flip went and San Francisco won the coin toss, I was there going, get the ball first. Agreed. Get the ball first. Agreed. Get the ball because first. Because we had talked about this leading up to the game, that we thought that it was important for San Francisco to set the tone. And you even said if they win the opening kickoff at the beginning of the game, they ought to take the ball. And, and they, they did. did. And they would have scored, except McCaffrey, who has the surest hands in football, fumbles the ball. But and I feel, Pacheco's I, fumbles, too. And I feel like you take that same strategy into, into overtime. All score they need, first. Yeah, all they needed to do was score. I, don't, I disagree and, with and you. score a touchdown. And score a touchdown. I'll disagree with Jeff's last point there. Because... Uh, and and I don't listen. I I don't. To me, it didn't determine who wins and who loses the game. But I could. I see the other side of it where if you decide to uh, defer, then you know what you have to do because you can't lose the game on a touchdown. You can't lose on any t- on I, any score by the opposing team. So you let them do what they're going to do, and then you know exactly how to how to strategically plan your series. I I get that, and I understand that comes from, if if you watch a lot of college football, you understand that a little bit. Mm-hmm. But if you listen to Shanahan <laughs> in his post game presser, <laughs> what what his what his thoughts were. We're we're both gonna score. We're both gonna score. Yeah, he wanted to be the third team, and I want to be the third possession. And it makes a little bit of sense, which which then leads me to believe when they were third and four on the nine, why are you calling a pass? Yeah, run a run a run play, get two or three yards, even if you don't get the first, and then go on fourth. Make it take take the initiative out of that decision where the decision is the other team knows that they have four downs. Take four downs your damn self. Kyle Shanahan showed some balls at at some points during the game, but not all of them. Mm -hmm. I thought he got uber conservative at really important times, and that's not his modus operandi. But unfortunately, it has haunted him in Super Bowls when he was the offensive coordinator of Atlanta. He didn't sit on the ball when he should have. And he allowed a 28-3 to comeback for the Patriots. Yeah. He was up 10 points with the 49ers a couple of years ago. Yep. And he allowed Mahomes back in. Now Mahomes, <laughs> this is yeah, crazy. But, yeah, but he also, he, also t- he also went for it on fourth. What was it? Fourth and one, fourth and two, whatever it was. He had some moments. Late in the, late in the game when he could have kicked the field goal. Uh, that was the biggest gamble I've ever seen in Super Bowl history. And oddly enough, it came in Las Vegas. It, yes, it did. And but, it, but, Walter, in the third quarter, the San Francisco 49ers are dominating the game coming out of halftime. They get the interception from Mahomes. They go three consecutive three and outs. Yep. And okay? each of those plays was a pass. Eight, eight of nine. Eight of nine okay. were passes. Okay. Why are you putting the hands in the ball or the ball in the hands of Brock Purdy instead of Christian McCaffrey, who frankly frankly had gouged the the Chiefs defense to that point? Yeah, yeah. And, and and it wasn't so much the fact that it was in the hands of Brock Purdy, who actually showed himself 
to be a really, really good quarterback. He was up to the task. It was the calls, the passing calls they made. I mean, I mean, play more of a West Coast offense, a ball control pass. Get your four or five yards on first down so you're not playing behind the sticks. That was my big word going into the game is that were we going to play the game behind the sticks? And in the entire first half, we didn't play the game behind the sticks nope. except when we made stupid-ass mental errors. How the f- do you get called for a false start, Trent Williams? You're a, you're, you're, you're a Hall of Famer <laughs> offensive lineman. And there was one on Ayuk, which is just indefensible <gasps> for a wide receiver to get a false start. And, 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 and the Romo pointed it out that Sneed incited that. He did. And the one thing that I want, and, and I didn't want them to run the ball so much in the third quarter for controlling the ball and controlling the tempo, is I wanted to see the Chiefs continue to be frustrated. We saw that a little bit at the end of the first half where the Chiefs were frustrated. That personal foul on Sneed was mm-hmm. a frustration penalty. Sure. Kelsey on the sideline getting after Andy Reid. That yeah. was frustration. Getting after him, he almost knocked him over. <laughs> Could sure you did. imagine if that if, – if, listen, it could have certainly went a different way. And if Kelsey knocks him over, I mean, you're knocking over an old man. Yes, yes. I mean, a really old man. A it's, really it's, fat old it's, man. It's like Pedro Martinez throwing down Don Zimmer. Yes. That's what it could – that's what it certainly could have turned into. He's lucky it didn't go that way. Oh, you know, but listen, with all this – you guys are all talking about all the, you know, run plays and all that stuff. Listen, the, the major factor here is Patrick Mahomes, who is now, uh, you know, as good, if not better than Tom Brady. He's, and when back in the day yeah. when Brady had the, when you gave Brady two minutes in the, in the fourth quarter, uh, the ball, you knew you were fucked. And you know what? The same is is now with Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes. And you give him a minute yeah. and a half, he's going to yeah. beat you. So you could have ran the football, uh, done I, anything offensively, San Francisco. I, yeah. I still believe that Patrick Mahomes would have beat them. I, I get that, and I am... If we had to lose to a team, I'm okay with losing to the Chiefs. Because I, I don't look at the Chiefs as an evil empire. I don't hate Patrick Mahomes. I think Patrick Mahomes is a good guy. I think Andy Reid is a fabulous individual. Yeah. I'd love to have a beer, a cheeseburger with Andy Reid. <laughs> if this had been to the Ravens, if this had been to the Patriots of old, I would have been even more pissed because those guys are evil empire teams. I want to say two things, and I, I, I don't like these narratives, and I knew I was going to hear them after the game, and I watched all the postgame press coverage and then again this morning I was watching and listening to everything I could and you know we're recording this on Monday morning um I mean Mahomes was good he was not great he was great what are you crazy he was not he was eight for eight in overtime he was not great they allowed Patrick Mahomes to the to do the same thing that other teams allowed Tom Brady to do in these two minute drills, which is to throw the ball yeah. underneath. He, How many times did Patrick Mahomes throw the ball downfield in this game? Total. And in and in seventy five minutes of football, they only had two good offensive drives. Unfortunately, they came with two minutes to go, and in the second possession of overtime, Patrick <laughs> Mahomes had no air yards on these completions. Okay. He was eight for eight because he was dinking and dunking the the longest pass of that drive was the crossing pass to Travis Kelsey and that was only like 12 air yards he, Stop he, he, he never threw the ball downfield this is the mistake that defensive coordinators make 
time and time again. They did it against Brady. They're doing it against Mahomes. Make him beat you over the fucking top. They don't and have Tyreek Hill anymore. He and will beat you over the top. <laughs> no, he had one play. He had one explosive play downfield for a for a large yardage, and that was busted footwork by the safety. Oh, that's that right. Should have been an interception. In the first half. Yeah. And and as the ball went up, I'm, I see two defenders. I'm <laughs> like, me. that ball's being picked. Yeah. And then he screws up with his feet and it's called like, ah, that's right. And that was the longest air yards attempt of the entire game for Patrick Mahomes. How do you allow a guy as clutch as Patrick Mahomes to be able to complete passes to open wide receivers underneath? And that's a terrible mistake. And it wasn't for me. It wasn't so much the dinky passes Mahomes. It was the two runs. Killed you. Those, those were the stake to the heart. Yeah, two yeah. rushes for 27 yards on that final drive. And both were first downs. And they were killers. Yeah. yeah. Fourth and one. And, yeah, and, okay, I am okay with Taylor Swift being shown after Kelsey makes an inter- makes, a, makes a reception. I'm okay. She's his whatever friend who the fuck his cares. Boo. <sighs> She's his boo. I don't want to see Taylor Swift every Fucking time the Kansas City Chiefs do something. Wow, wow you sound like a right wing conservative, man. <laughs> there you go. Way to go. Listen, I love the shots of her uh, last night during the game, after the game, uh, the two of them embracing and, and basically making out on the field after the game. I, they clearly love each other. I, it's fantastic. I, I, I'm in love with the both of them. They're, they're cute as can be, the two of them. What a, what a great pair. And, you know, that's weird. That's uh, it creepy. It would have been it would have been completely different, though. Think about t- what would Taylor Swift's reaction be to him if he goes and knocks over Andy Reid. <laughs> and then, you know, and then, of course, he goes crazy on the microphone and on the stage last night. Um, uh, listen, I love all that stuff. Uh, real quick, though, mm. I, I, the overtime rules in the Super Bowl are fantastic beyond my imagination. Uh, that what they did last night for overtime just completely puts overtime to bed. We no longer need to worry about that being a, that was never going to be a problem in this game. So was the officiating. The officiating was never an issue. I loved all of that. Uh, I thought Chris Berman was absolutely terrific on ESPN NFL countdown after the game was over. He was. Got Pacheco in there. Mahomes was in there. Kelsey was in there. I thought it was Andy all Reed. fantastic. Andy Reid and yeah. his wife. Yeah. Andy he was Reed really and good. They, and, they, and they brought, and speaking of Cheeseburgers. They brought uh, Andy Reid a, a, a box of burgers. It was hilarious. <laughs> um, you know, there's two narratives that are coming out of this game that I just can't quite get with. One is that Patrick Mahomes was sort of Michael Jordan. He wasn't. That wasn't the Mahomes scrambling and throwing 65 yards downfield to an open guy game. That's not what happened. But it's but it's almost worse. It's it's almost a worse narrative because he wasn't that, and he still stuck a dagger in a uh, in, in an amazing. He threw the guys who were wide team. open. I could have completed these passes. I never saw Patrick Mahomes' outstanding athleticism or amazing arm or incredible accuracy on display. These guys were wide open at five to eight yards downfield, and he was able to hit them. I'm not and, blown away by that. And and, and he wasn't able to use his feet. Because the 49ers defense did a really, really good job containing him in the box. They did. Then Absolutely. Here's my question to you, Jeff. Then why doesn't everybody do this? <laughs> because everybody can't. I, I, I honestly think that defensive coordinators get so frozen up 
They did it against Brady, and they're doing it again against Mahomes, where they freeze up and they play that kind of prevent defense. That can't do that. that uh, eight for eight, 42 yards, two first downs on his feet. Mahomes, listen, Mahomes was just pure magic in uh, in obviously in overtime. You, uh, you can't take it away from him because I, I he's the only see guy it that way. I, I know you don't see it that way, but that's just the way. If if he can do it and it's so easy, then why doesn't everybody else do it? I don't know. If, okay, <laughs> I don't if, know. It drives me nuts. Why but is he, it that? Look, there, to there his credit, not, he was sixteen to twenty-two yeah. for one fifty-four in the fourth quarter in overtime with four rushes of thirty-three yards. He now becomes the, the the best rushing quarterback in Super Bowl history. It's good. It's really, really good. Yeah. There, There is not another quarterback I can quantum leap into his body that would have done what he did last night. Not a single one. I don't know, man. Then give me one. I don't then know. Then give me one. Josh Allen would have done that. Josh no, Allen could have done no, that. No, no, yes. no, no. He would have bit himself in the ass. Give me another one. I think Joe Burrow could have done Zach that. Zach Wilson. <laughs> and the, here's the second narrative of the game. Brett Favre, Jets fan. The second narrative of the game that, that I just don't know if I can get with. Don't make me cry. Don't tell me that was a great game. It wasn't a great game. The second half was was very good. The fourth quarter was you, really good. The third, quarter, the third quarter wasn't great. Right. The third quarter wasn't great. The first three quarters of the game were Kind of unimpressive. I didn't charge you for the watch the game. I can't give you any money back. What the hell do you want? I'm just saying these are the two best teams in the NFL. Okay. They each had a, a a really bungling turnover in the first half. Yeah. The McCaffrey sloppy. and the a sloppy and, game in the first half. It was not impressive. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sorry. The third quarter had I wrote it down. I think it was six consecutive three and outs. Yeah. I don't think anybody said it was a great uh, listen, it was a great finish. I don't know if it was a great game, but that's fine. I was. We entertained. I was. I loved it. Uh, I did not watch the halftime. I chose instead to watch. Good choice. Uh, the, re- the recorded part. Uh, I recorded the uh, the last five holes of the Waste Management Phoenix Open. That was a good time to watch it. Which I I have not finished watching it. Oh, so. fabulous finish there. But I had. To, I I don't. I'm not a fan of Usher, so I had no interest in watching it. Well, even if you were a fan of Usher, it wasn't very good. It was not very good. I'm but sorry. I was bored for, to tears. It yeah. lasted forever. It really did. Yeah, like every halftime And show. I like seeing Ludacris up there. That made me happy. Uh, H-E-R was up there. That was okay. But, like, it was overall really lackluster. And yeah. I don't I don't think anything's ever going to live up for me, in me, you know, in the modern age, for me, to Dre and Snoop from a couple of years ago. Oh. That that was that yeah. was the pinnacle of it for me. Sorry. I'll, I'll take the, you know, the... The 60-year-old man music groups. Thank you. Oh, right. The guy coming from the guy who's pissed off that Kenny Loggins didn't get in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. All right. All right here you go. Here's your nominees, by the way. Mary J. Blige, Mariah Carey. Let me know when I get to one that's better than Kenny Loggins. Cher, uh, Dave did. Matthews Band, Eric B. and Rakim. Who the fuck is that? Eric B. and Barner. Rakim should have been in 20 Peter years Peter Frampton, Jane's Addiction. You got to be kidding whoa, whoa, me. Whoa, 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 whoa. Peter Frampton. Why is Not, Peter Frampton in there? I don't know. Uh, Lenny Kravitz, Oasis, Sinead O'Connor, Benedict Kenny Loggins, ridiculous. And these are just nominees, mind you. You just don't like Sade, women. 
Sade, Kenny Sade Loggins? was amazing. Oh God, Sade, God. When I that's another artist. When I hear it on the smooth jazz stations, I turn it off. A tribe called Quest. I've never even heard of these people. Those are two of my favorite bands that of you course. just mentioned that you don't even know. Eric of B and Rakim and Tribe Called Quest. Those are my heroes. Yeah, and they should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Well, they're hip hop. I don't know that they should yeah. belong in a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame to begin with. It's music. But that's hall a of separate. Fame. Yeah. That's a separate All argument, right? right? Yeah. So there uh, you go. But Kenny Loggins, I'm sorry, he's not as good. Is half of those people. You're Sorry. out of your mind. Sorry. Clueless. Just not. All right, let's get to the commercials. Okay. All right, we're good with the game. We wrap it up with the game. Uh right. yeah, I got All a few right. more things, but we can circle back All later. Right. Um, okay. I thought the commercials for the most part were not great. Um, I wrote down a few that there were I, a few. I, I I liked the not for Tom Brady Las Vegas commercial. Like, <laughs> come here to win. Everybody except for uh, except for Tom Brady. I thought that was really good. BetMGM is for everyone that loves sports betting. Everyone, but Tom Brady. Wait, what did I do? Okay. Um, the Christopher Walken commercial <laughs> where everybody was doing their Walken impersonation. That was pretty good. Was pretty good. Hello, Mr. Walken. Does this table work for you? Yeah. The Bud Light Genie commercial was pretty good. The dynamite Doritos yeah. with Dinah and Mike, the two old ladies in the super in the supermarket. That was, that was pretty good. The Jason Momoa T-Mobile ad I thought was pretty good. <laughs> no, you can leave your shirts on. <laughs> yes, yes, I thought that was pretty good. And otherwise, I didn't see anything I loved. Really? Yeah. Not uh, not the Ben Affleck Dunkin' Donuts one. It didn't do it for me. Really, with Tom yeah. with with, with, with <laughs> Matt Damon. Yeah. How do you like them? Donuts, I'm so sorry. You had to see it, but I forgive you. Lay us on the track. Are we going to be on the album? We talked about this. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll give no, you... No, the, 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 one, the one that almost brought me to tears, the Kia ad. Yes, that, that, I thought that was the best commercial of the Maybe night. Maybe I missed this. What was it? That was that the was one, yeah, she... Did, figure skater. Yeah, figure skater. A little a, a youth figure skater. She's skating. She's doing her twirl. She looks up, and there's an empty seat next to her dad. And she's like, oh, they get in the car and they're driving away and he t- makes a turn onto a snowy road. Okay. And, and you get a picture of an old man like in a wheelchair in a cabin. And they drive in and he turns the lights on. He powers the, all the outside lights with the Kia. And this it's was a, a handicap accessible cabin. In no, the no, woods? I just no, want to make sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, sure it was. <laughs> so, so, so there's a frozen lake and she goes and performs her routine for her grandfather who comes out and watches because the Kia can perform, do all the outside lights. It made me cry. Really? You Walter cried? Like I did not see this one. I didn't, I didn't cry, it. but it was pretty good. Okay. All right, here's, I got, I got three points on the commercials. First of all, uh, I did not know that Jesus had that kind of money to buy a Super Bowl ad for $7 million. <laughs> They've been doing that the last couple of years. Holy crap. It's been a while. So if you're ever wondering where all that money goes in the wicker basket, it goes to buying an ad for Jesus during the Super Bowl. Unless you belong to Olstein's, um, Joel Olstein's, uh congregation. Did you read about that? And then you have to spend no. your money on security because otherwise you're getting shot. His constituency paid off a $10 million personal loan for Joel Olstein. I believe it was $10 million. I got to look it up. It was either $10. Wow. Might have been $100. Was it, I got to look it up. Did it cost $10 million to open up the doors during Katrina? <laughs> or that was something else. All right, never mind. Keep going, Walter. All right, so uh, number two. Um was has Messi ever been in a American ad before, or was that his first time? 
Mm, I think he has. I think he he's has? been in okay. one before, yes. That, no, was, that, was, that was kind of a fun ad. Yeah, it was notable. <laughs> and then my last point was that Michael Sarah in the CeraVe body cream commercial made the statement, let my cream hydrate you. Oh, I thought, holy sh- did he really just, I had to go back and re- go, did he really just say that? Let my cream hydrate you. I go, holy shit. <laughs> and, oh, oh, one more point on the commercials. How about, it was a Saturday night alum uh uh, gathering for the commercials. You saw Tina Fey, you saw Jason Sudeikis, Heidi Gardner, Pete Davidson, and Kate McKinnon were all in ads during the commercials on wow. on, uh, on the Super Bowl. I thought, wow, that's really interesting. I didn't recognize that. Good job keeping up with that. Yeah, because they were not all in the same commercial. No. No, not at all. And, um, and I'm looking this up. Olstein had a hundred million dollar personal debt that is now paid off thanks to his congregants um chipping in i'm sure they have no hundred sure they have no problem with it dollars that's crazy need to spend more of that money on security they had a shooting there this past weekend did they at the lakewood church yeah that's too bad that's a shame um one other thing i have on the super bowl uh while i'm watching again i see something up on the scoreboard i thought well that's fascinating they have a Super Bowl 50-50 raffle going on at the stadium uh, during oh, the game. Cool. And the one figure that I saw, as, as I saw, it's like, wow, that's interesting. The 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 number was $368,000. I go, holy shit, somebody's going to hit a big monster payout here today. I love those things. Wow. Awesome. Anytime, anytime I go to the Astros game, we buy the, buy the raffle, and it's usually, you know, $25,000 or whatever. Do you do them at Spurs games? No. Okay. Yeah. They started doing it at Spurs games. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I like that idea. All right. That's all I have on uh, on Super Bowl. I got a I got five other notes. Um, a couple of things. I thought the first half by the San Francisco 49ers looked like they had taken Bill Walsh back from the grave and had him design their offensive play calling and it fucking worked. That was so old school 49er West Coast offense. All of the stuff that they did with Yushchek, 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 um, out in the flats, all of all of the little miniature rollouts for Purdy were brilliant, and they worked. And you're right, Bob, they got him ahead of the chains a little bit, uh, second and short, third and short, and they were able to convert. And in the second half, the third quarter in particular, they started letting Purdy throw from the pocket deeper downfield, and it did not work. They they lost who they were in that third quarter. No, absolutely. And 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 one of the one of the troubling things is like if you this was another game where if you watch that first half and don't pay attention to the scoreboard, you go into halftime going, the Kansas City Chiefs are getting destroyed. That's what it looked like. But, but it was you, only 10-3. But it was only 10-3. Yeah. I mean, um, I was I was very concerned going into halftime. I'm like, okay, the Chiefs are gonna get the ball in the in the start of the second half. This is gonna be bad. And then their first drive just it was nothing. And then I was like, okay, okay, we're we're good. We're good. We're good. Just continue what we're doing. And they didn't. Yeah. Um, I thought that they could have used Elijah Mitchell a lot more in that game. McCaffrey got banged up quite a bit. Uh, he looked good. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I think they could have spelled him a little bit more with Elijah Mitchell. Nobody, Nobody's pointed this out. I actually think a moment in the game that turned it around or didn't turn it around, but was a moment. Greenlaw blowing his Achilles 
running on the field. God, y'all had bad injury Jones. luck last night. That was awful. Really bad injury luck. I mean, Kittle had to leave. Debo had to leave. I mean, they came back, but they, they did have to step out of the game. Um, I uh, Another thing I thought about, I put Kyle Shanahan in a similar um, – he played a similar game, called a similar game, to your kicker, Moody. Like, Shanahan had moments of offensive coordinator brilliance. Uh, the double pass was fantastic. Uh, it was perfectly timed. Um, he made a lot of great decisions. Mm-hmm. The fourth and one late in the game that they went and got, he showed a lot of guts doing that. And he also kind of screwed up the third quarter. Well, your kicker Moody had, he's Moody. Okay. He is Moody. He had, he had a Super Bowl record length kick in the first half until the other kicker. And then he, <laughs> yes, until, yes. And I said then, to my wife, I said, that record's going to stand for about two minutes. You were right. You were right. Like, that's, that's a no-brainer. But, but, but then he absolutely shanked that PAT. Well, well he actually snap-hooked it is what he did. Kicked it too low. Kicked it too low he and kicked left. kicked it too low. And, yeah, I... Special teams. Yeah. I mean, yeah, right. I mean, special teams. So Moody special had a moment teams. of brilliance and and uh, a moment of utter incompetence. Like, and Kind of like Shanahan. Though, the, though I will say this. I mean, I look at the play calling of Shanahan versus the play calling offensively for the Chiefs, and I didn't think the play calling for the Chiefs was all that inspired. I, 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 I didn't think it. I, I mean, offensively, they got stuff done, and I don't know how. I, I don't know how other than number 15. Watch, do yourself a favor, Bob. Go back and watch the game again. <laughs> Here's, I, and, and and if I can watch the game, you, you know how we like to watch the game and remove all the commercials and all the downtime? I just want to watch the game and remove all the Taylor Swift. It wow. wasn't that bad, bro. Yes, it was. I think Mahomes, okay, I'm going to give you, he was great or at least very, very good. But what's going to be lost is he threw a bad interception. And he was responsible for the fumble on the pitchback to Isaiah Pacheco. Yeah. He nailed Pacheco in the back shoulder. It was a terrible toss yeah. from Holmes. That's going on Pacheco. Yeah, they, he did not play well in the first half. I agree. Uh, all right. Go through whatever else you got. I think that's right. everything I wanted to mention. Okay. Um, <sighs> Patrick Mahomes is now 3-1 and one in Super Bowls when he's down 10. Other quarterbacks... Combined, four and forty-eight. Just That's remarkable. fucking unbelievable. It's, it's remarkable. All right, a uh, couple other things here uh, besides football. Uh, the Lakers over the weekend unveiled the Kobe Bryant statue. Um, it doesn't look like Kobe Bryant very much. Why well, do statues never do that very well? I don't, Have you I noticed don't know. That? I, I, I didn't. I didn't necessarily look at that, but I just it reminded me the, of the fact that the Spurs don't have a fucking statue. Not one. Not one statue for the Spurs outside their arena, which is an absolute disgrace. But the problem is not the Spurs. The problem is you. You, the fans. Because if you wanted one, the Spurs would build you one. But you don't give a crap. Am I supposed to build it myself? What are you asking? No, go to the Spurs and say we like want we want a we want a statue. I brought this up years ago you with have. George Gerben, and George Gerben should have a finger roll statue out in front of the Frost Bank Center, and they they've never built him one. But Eastern Michigan has one. 
Yeah, oh, that's exactly. that was the last time I brought this up. Yep. And so it's on the fans. If the fans want one, go scream to the Spurs. Hey, we want a statue of the Gerben. We want one of Tim Duncan. We want a David Robinson statue. They should all have one outside the arena, and they don't. And it's the Spurs fans' fault. Five championships, no statues. Crazy. It does seem weird. I agree. Spurs dealt away Doug McDermott, as we all expected, I think. Yep. For Marcus Morris, who they expect to wave cash, second round pick, uh, was no big deal. Do you feel like it's at all ironic that Marcus Morris now winds up with the Spurs only to be cut after fucking the Spurs over a few off seasons ago? If I were the Spurs, I would play Mc- I would play Morris for like like the entire game for like like. A week. It's just to make wear us him lose. Out. Wear him out. Just, wear just him completely out. wear him out. That's what I would do if I were them. It was an interesting trade deadline, man. There were some good moves. I thought the Mavericks improved themselves getting rid of Grant Williams um, and adding P.J. Washington. I think that really helps the Mavericks. Um, it looks like it has on the floor. And I, think, uh, and I think the Knicks took a step closer to winning the Eastern Conference. I think they did, too. They helped themselves, yeah, man. I, I would expect Boston and the Knicks to be in the Eastern Conference Finals. It should it should work out that way. We'll see how it goes. I, I like the Mike Zimmer hire for the Cowboys, even though Rex Do Ryan does, Yes, even though Rex Ryan denies that that's happened, that uh, I wanted them to go with Rex Ryan. I think that would have been a better choice. But I think Mike Zimmer brings some toughness to the Cowboys, uh, which they completely la- they completely lack toughness. There are a bunch of soft toilet paper people over there in Cowboy Land. Okay, so I, I think this is good for them. I like the hire for a different reason. I don't think it's going to work. Okay, because you're a Niners fan. <laughs> I'm a Cowboys hater. Ninety three percent of fans on my Twitter feed said Jose Altuve is a first ballot Hall of Famer. Uh, bad news. No, he's not. Yes, he, he is. He cheated. He will not be a first ballot Hall of Famer. I will be shocked if he gets in first ballot. He didn't cheat. The organization no, cheated. No, he cheated. He, the organization cheated. They were all part of it. He he didn't cheat. He just took advantage of what was offered to him. Yeah, I I, I think he's first ballot, Wally. I, I don't, don't know think how so. you keep him out. I, I think you keep him out because he cheated. He was part of the entire group that cheated, and not one of them, other than Carlos Beltran, has paid the price. No, not he, no, one. No, Altuve didn't cheat. Altuve didn't raise the alarm. It was the administration that set up that cheating system. It was a cheating system yeah. that he took advantage of. Altuve wasn't there to set it up. He just took advantage. You're gonna tell of me. Uh, you, you're gonna tell me oh, Altuve did not have that that wire system in his jersey. Of course he did. Of course he did. Of course he, he did. He absolutely did. But I do think, Walter, what what plays in his favor is that he has been awesome post-cheating scandal, too. If he had— if, So is Barry Bonds. If that had been the pinnacle of Altuve's career, if he had gone downhill afterwards, then I think you could have written it off as he was just good because they were cheating. We'll see. But he has been awesome since no the question. cheating scandal, too. He's a Hall of Famer. He just won't be first ballot. Okay. They will keep him out. Yes, he will. And I, I will mean, be shocked if they ev- let him in. Everybody loves short guys. He's only 5'6". Yeah. Uh, final <laughs> point of the show for me um, is political, and and I and it could go either side. I, I don't understand why these idiots in government put uh, like 10 different things on a bill and expect everyone to agree to it. They can't agree on anything. Can't, why can't they just put, this is the border bill and it's got nothing else on it. There's no writers. There's no other thing, uh, constitution. There's nothing else on there other than we're closing the fucking border. <laughs> and why, and they wouldn't agree to that. 
Walter. I don't expect. Walter, I, I don't understand. They put ten things on a bill because they don't want people to agree on it. Well, then they're wasting our time and they're wasting their own time. Yes, they and are. close down the government. Let's yes, get. They are. Let's get communism going. <laughs> oh God! No, just no. Just, just Keaton. Just turn it just over to the kidding. AI. Just yes. kidding. Just turn it over kidding. to the AI. All right, I'm going to church. I got to go put a uh, hundred thousand dollars in the baskets today. <laughs> I'm not going to church. Thanks, like, and subscribe. We'll see you next week. Peace out. Peace out. How y'all feel out there? Do you feel good? I said, do you feel good? Come on. The groove feel good when it make you move. Make your next move your best move. Uh-huh. I said, the groove feel good when it make you move. Make your next move your best move.